right, we're trying it again. Hope everybody's doing good. Happy Fourth of July. Happy Independence Day. Little explosion before the fireworks here. Hopefully you've got somewhere to go to watch fireworks tonight because the deadly pandemic with a 99.9% survival rate, 0.1% post-infection death rate. Most of the uh, fireworks celebrations have been canceled. I do want to urge you, though, if you're in the Tampa Bay area, go up to the stand, go up to the River Church in Tampa. They've got a monstrous fireworks show going off right at dark tonight so get there if you're within an hour or so of there get to the river church tonight and watch their fireworks hillsborough county's been canceled where i live has been canceled everything's been canceled because of this deadly pandemic you're not allowed to be near anybody allegedly so all the fireworks have been canceled so we're shooting them off in my backyard too as soon as it gets dark but anyway we got an explosion here right before the fireworks i hope everybody's doing good you know what I want to start off with this. Everybody out there who calls themselves a conservative, that calls themselves a Christian, maybe that calls themselves a Republican, needs to learn a very valuable two-letter or four-letter word, and that is nope or no. We're going to have to learn to start saying no to people. No to masks, no to lockdowns, no to quarantines, no to rolling lockdowns. No to closing churches. No to, no to safely reopens, reopening things. It, it, we have to just say no. I've heard rumors that there's some pastors. I got some of this from a friend of mine who knows a lot of pastors. And some pastors, it appears, are getting sick of it. And some of them are about ready, I guess, to start making a stand. Where were you four months ago? But you know what? Welcome to the party, pal. I hope that you're ready to take a stand. It's time to open up your churches. Business owners, it's time to say no to rolling lockdowns. Oh, no, we're having a spike in cases. Well, of course you're having a spike in cases when you're testing 500,000 to a million people a week when you used to test no one. I guess that might cause a spike in cases when you're testing a whole lot more people. This is the way it is. That's how it goes. And by the way, what's happening too, people are going, well, the hospitalization rate is up too. Hospitalization rates are up because employers are sending employees to go in and get tested because they were <coughs> coughing at work. So they send them in and they may test positive for COVID. They may not test positive for COVID. By the way, if you've ever had a common cold, which is a coronavirus, you could test positive for COVID. I'll read that later if we have time. But there's just a whole lot more people testing and they're going to stick you in the hospital. That's the way it goes. And most of these cases are extraordinarily mild. Let me read you the stats again out of the out of Worldometer. Currently, right now in the in the world, out of 8 billion people, there's 57,000 serious to critical COVID cases world freaking wide. Out of 8 billion people, there are 57,000 serious to critical COVID cases world freaking wide. That should, that should be headline news on every liberal news channel and every conservative news channel and anything in between because it's over. 57,000 out of 8 billion. By the way, it never was anything. You know, it's like I told you the, the other day. I got the numbers here somewhere. Here they are. If I was to document to you 
a flu season the way that they're documenting the corona season to you. I know some of you saw this on Thursday, but in case you missed it, I'll go do it real quick. If I was to document a flu season to you the way that they're documenting a co- the COVID pandemic to you, think about it this way. I'm doing using 2000, the 2018 flu season of which 80,000 Americans died of the flu. I don't know how many worldwide millions or hundreds of thousands. I shouldn't say millions, hundreds of thousands. So they had, they had 45 million cases. So think about it right now. On the CDC website, they've got between 1 and 2 million cases of COVID-19 in the United States. How many were, are there really? Well, the flu season, there was 45 million. So are all these new tests and all these outbreaks, spikes, and all those things that they're saying, hot spots, are all the, is all this just because they're now testing? If they tested that way with the flu, wouldn't they be discovering the same amount of cases? Because there was 45 million flu cases in 2018. So how many COVID cases are there? All the studies, the Miami study, Boston study, Israel study, LA County study, USC study, Stanford study, all said that there's between 6 and 13% of the population has already, already has COVID-19, has already had it or has it. So that's 33 million people. So if you're continuing to test people and you're alleging that there's new cases, no, you're just, there's new cases and new outbreaks, new surges and hotspots, right? That's what they're saying. No, they're just doing the, ta- the, ca- the, the tests that are revealing what already has been. Just like the flu every year, there's 45, somewhere between 12 and 45 million cases per year of the flu. So all that they've given credit to COVID for so far on the CDC website is between 1 and 2 million. So they've got 31 million more to discover. So when you're seeing all these new cases coming out, it's because, number one, 50% of those are from employers sending employees in to get tested. Other thing, I'll read some of this to you later if we, if we have the time. A lot of it is because hospitals are opening up now. They're opening up to all patients for all things, so they're all being tested. They weren't being tested a while ago. They weren't being tested in May. They weren't being tested in the first part of June. None of these people were being tested. The only people that were being tested were people that were catching it or had symptoms. They were going in and being tested. That's it. So now it's just a whole bunch of people being tested. So just like the flu, where there's 45 million cases, we have a minimum of 33 million people that have, that have or had COVID. And those, te- those tests are just revealing that. Most 99% of these cases are asymptomatic. They don't even have any symptoms. And if they do, it's mild. 99% are mild. That's what it is in Worldometer. 99% of all current COVID cases are mild. Basically asymptomatic. You don't have any problems with it. But if I was to document a flu season like 2018, like they're documenting the 2020 COVID season, it would go like this. Every week, here would be the headline. 1.6 million new cases this week, or every day, 214,000 new cases. See how it works? It's just a manipulation of numbers. That's all that it is. So when you hear new cases, new cases, that of course all the Democrats are using and sadly weak-minded, weak-willed, spineless Republicans follow suit. A Republican governor like Greg Abbott hears new cases, new cases, and he shuts down his economy again. Or they make you strap masks on. 
for new cases. New, of course, there's going to be new cases when you have new testing. There's at least 33 million Americans have had or have COVID. You're going to, as you, as you test, you're going to discover that. It's already happened. It's a typical flu season. That's all that it is. So moving on, we're going to flip back and forth between systemic, the lie of systemic racism in law enforcement, the lie of the Black Lives Matter movement, and the lie of COVID-19. Shifting right now to anarchy. Anarchists and leftists on Friday, disabled vans. This is yesterday. Disabled vans and blocked the road to President Trump's Mount Rushmore event. You can put that picture up. There they are. This is in America, right here. Leave the picture up. I'll talk over it. Look at, look at that picture. The guy with the bats. They used these vans. They disabled them. If you've never been to Mount Rushmore before, I've only been once, but I can remember how to get up there. There's one road there. So all you got to do is block the one road and nobody can get up there. And people were actually talking about it, saying they can't get up there. There's a lady that put out, I hope she ended up being able to go because she traveled two days to get there for the Trump rally. And she wasn't able to even get in there. But that's a, that, that is our reality. And America, put the picture up one more time, the guy with the bats. That is the, that is the reality of where we're at right now. This, these people blocked the road, disabled these vans, blocked the road. These vans could not be moved. They could not be started. They had to be towed out. They, look at this guy coming out of his van with bats on, with bat, and bats in his right hand. This is, this is America right now. That's why I'm telling you, Republicans, conservatives, Christians, it's time to say no to these people. It's time to say no to these lies. It's time to say no to anarchy. It's time to say no to lockdowns and mask wearing and totalitarianism. It's time to say no. Open your businesses. Walk right through those Antifa people and go right right to where you want to be. The crowd cheers as the tow trucks were removed. They were all disabled, so they had to be towed out of here. I'll show you that. Here's the video of them being towed out so they could clear the way. Here they come. This is the crowd cheer for them. Listen to that. Look at the crowd. You see, I show you that video for one reason. You're not alone. Look at all the people. And that's not even the crowd that was up on the hill yet. You're not alone. You know, sometimes when we're in this, that's getting bring it back to me. You're not alone in this battle. There's lots of people out there that are on your side. You can't watch the mainstream media, though. The mainstream media is not going to tell you any of that. And here's the thing. So you can't even watch Fox. Listen, Fox is peddling the coronavirus as if it's a pandemic. Not everybody on Fox, but a lot of people on Fox are peddling COVID-19 as if it is the bubonic plague which had a 0% survival rate. COVID-19, 99.9% survival rate. They always document it. Jimmy Johnson has COVID-19. Does he really even have it or does he test positive for the antibodies? They never really say. Remember, Tom Hanks had it. His wife had it. You know, Sean Payton, the head coach of the, of, New Orleans, of the New Orleans Saints had it. You know, they put it all out like it's headline news. You don't put out when any of these people have a sniffle cold and that's all any of them ever got. Chris Cuomo has it. George Stephanopoulos has it. Oh, oh, what a tragedy. Can you please pray? Pray for what? It's 99% survival rate. I'll pray that you don't fall into the 0.1-tenth of 1% death bracket. On the flip side of the monument and statue destroyers, 
we have our president. Thank God for Donald Trump 2020. Oh, Tom, you're a sycophant for the president. Yep, no problem. He's pro-life. He's for small government. He supports the Second Amendment. Yep, I'm all on. Fa- I'm all on board with Trump. I'm in favor, of course, of Donald Trump. I was not crazy. Still, I'm not crazy about what Mike Pence is doing and the COVID response. But I believe, this is just my heart. You can take it or leave it. I believe the president knows what's going on with COVID now. I do. I believe it. Whether he'll jump out there, from my opinion, what he should do is just open up all of his rallies. But on the flip side of the statue-destroying Black Lives Matter Antifa anarchists, you have our president. Play that video for me. Today we pay tribute to the exceptional lives and extraordinary legacies of George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln, and Teddy Roosevelt. I am here as your president to proclaim before the country and before the world this monument will never be desecrated. These heroes will never be defaced. Their legacy will never, ever be destroyed. Their achievements will never be forgotten. And Mount Rushmore will stand forever as an eternal tribute to our forefathers and to our freedom. You're not alone, see? Keep it going. There you go. All right, back to me. All right, you see, you're not alone. You aren't. Hey, listen, some of my people back there, if you guys could find my iPad for me so I can say hey to people, set that up for me when you get a chance. That's my fault. I want to be able to say hey to you guys. I don't have my screen. They'll fix it for me. All right, onward with the Trump stuff. From the Gateway Pundit, this is Rachel Maddow, and I just want you to know, the people on the left, they never stop lying. They never stop lying. I wrote a list together somewhere on, on my desk here. Oh, here it is. Here's what they've told us. This year so far, the people on the left. And what, what, why I read this is not because this is going to change Democrats. Listen, there's people, they're gone. They're gone. You, you can tell them all that you want. You can read them all the statistical data. You can give them all the knowledge that you have. You can read them one report after another. You can even show them a video of them being wrong, and they'll still say they never said it. That's where we're at. But here's just the list of things that they said. So, oh, the reason why I, that I bring this up is not to try to convince a Democrat. I hope they can be convinced. I never give up on any person. There's always hope. Now, that's, that really is how you have to believe as a Christian is that nobody is beyond redemption. But there's some people that they just choose to be beyond redemption. They just are like, you know what? I'm not going to listen to facts, data. I'm not going to listen to the Bible. I'm not going to listen to anything that's true. So here's some of the stuff that they told us this year. Um, from the Democrats. And, and I want you to see Republicans where you line up with this. If you agree on any of these things, where are you at in your soul? Where are you at in your Americanism? Where are you at in your patri- being, being a patriot? Where, where are you at in being a Christian if you believe some of the things that they've said this year? There's, you know, I picked on this heavily on Thursday. I may pick on it a lot again today. If you're a virtue, virtue signaling Republican mask wearer right now, you need to know whose company it is that you keep. You're not keeping mine. They're call, you know what they're calling people who aren't wearing masks now from the left? They're calling us science deniers. 
So whose company are you keeping? Because remember, they used to call us that when we would say that global warming is a farce, which, which it is. Bill Gates just bought a home on the ocean. Obama last year bought a home on the ocean. Those oceans, those islands or those uh, beachfront properties are supposed to be underwater by now, so they must not believe it. But here's their list of things. This, there's probably many other lies that I'm missing. But here's what the Democratic Party told us so far this year. That there would be 2 million dead from corona. <clears throat> we got to work that in. We got to figure out a buzz around for our show here. That there would be bodies in the streets. Never happened. We'd have hospitals overrun. Never happened. They told us to not wear masks. And then now they're telling us to wear masks. Where are you at with that Republican mask wearer? Virtue signaling mask wearer, allegedly trying to save people's lives. You're agreeing with Democrats. Welcome to the Democratic Party, Republican mask wearer. They told us that COVID would cause a 3% death rate, 0.1% death rate. They said it spreads through the air and on surfaces. It doesn't at all. It's, It's primarily, statistically, almost always Spreads through direct contact, with a, which they have no problem with, as long as it's an Antifa or a Black Lives Matter rally or looting in the streets of Minneapolis. They told us to have no church gatherings, but yes to criminal socialist gatherings. Right? That's, that's the Democratic Party. So if you're wearing a mask as a Republican, know the company that you are keeping. Know who your friends are. If you're wearing a mask, you might as well just go ahead and change from an elephant to a donkey from red to blue. Make the move. But here's what Rachel Maddow said about our upcoming economic numbers. Play it for me. Uh, We're actually going to get the um, jobless numbers, the unemployment numbers for the month of June a day earlier than we would otherwise expect them. So we would usually get those on a Friday. They're going to come out tomorrow. That'll tell us unemployment figures uh, for June Brace yourself. It's going to be absolutely terrible. Oh, was it really? Let's, let's see now. Was it really? From Kaylee McEnany on her tweet. Jobs report smashes expectations. 4.8 million jobs created in June, beating the 3 million predicted by 1.8 million. Largest monthly gain on record. The economy beat expectations by 1.7 million jobs, more than the population of Hawaii. Well done, Mr. President, at real Donald Trump. Absolutely correct. Let me say hey to some people. Hey, Alyssa. Hey, Stephanie B. Hey, Linda K. Hey, Terry R. Hey, John. John P. Hey, Kevin G. Hey, Maureen B. Hey, Matt P. Hey, Sherry. Hey, Barb. Hey, Maureen saw you already hey shira hey amy bless you guys glad you're watching i see you on there doug k somebody i coached in high school god bless your brother love you hey pd love you hey aubrey love you this is some of my church people hey brooke good to see you god bless you guys hey mike glad you're on hey gary b god bless you glad you're on amy f glad you're on love you guys thanks for joining me I don't, you know, I didn't expect a huge crowd on July 4th, but hey, we got some numbers. Hey, I want to remind you, even though it's July 4th, listen, just be an equal opportunity offender like me. It may cost you friends. Welcome to the club. That's how it goes. Like and share. Like and share. Go to it right now. Like this video and share it. Get it out there. We'll gain as many numbers as we possibly can. Why do I want numbers? To try to convince at least a few people to wake the crap up. 
This country is in trouble. We have a great opportunity because we have a great president that we need to reelect November 3rd, but we're in trouble right now. And we need to turn this country around. And there's way too many Republicans that are siding with Democratic ideologies. I'm trying to save you. I'm trying to pull you out, mask wearer. I'm trying to pull you out, safe reopening person. I'm trying to pull you out, Republican. Listen, you're either in or you're out. If you believe that COVID-19 is the bubonic plague, you're out. You're a Democrat. And all they're, all they're doing is using that. It's the same lie. I tell you this every time. It's the same lie. You take a very small death percentage, COVID-19, a very small death, death percentage, racism in law enforcement. You have a white cop kill a black man, very low percentage of death. The odds of that happening are absolutely infinitesimal, but they take a very low death percentage, push it, lie about it, say it's a high death percentage. And then push in socialist Marxist agendas. Black Lives Matter is formed and run by Marxists. All those people that want to put Black Lives Matter everywhere, you might as well put a picture of Lenin or Stalin out there because it's absolutely formed by Marxists. That's what Black Lives Matter is really all about when you go into their, when you actually go into their, their background, their history of what they really are. All right, look at this video. So you think it's all about racial injustice, right? Play the video. How's this gonna stop a white cop from killing a black man? No, stay in here now. Watch closely. Look at. Watch close. See the guy with the gun? See the guy with the gun? Fires off around right inside the car. Now you can bring it back to me. It's all about. It's all about racial injustice, huh? Go ahead, put that up there. It really is? It really is all about racial injustice? Put the next one up. There you go. Is it really? Are you sure? Are you sure that's what it's all about, NFL? Don't worry, NFL. You already lost me. I know you don't care. I know the NFL doesn't care that they lost me. I already canceled my Sunday ticket. I'm not going to watch a black national anthem. Listen, black Americans, white Americans, Hispanic Americans, Asian Americans, male Americans, female Americans, I don't care. We have one national anthem because we are all one, we're all one country. We are all Americans. That's, what, that's how it's supposed to go. I'm not going to tune in and watch the NFL play two separate national anthems, one for African Americans and one for everybody else, I guess. That's racism. Absolute racism. All right, from OWN, from yesterday. One American News, Florida's Miami-Dade County has enacted a curfew ahead of the holiday weekend. Just in time to smash your 4th of July fun. Here comes Miami-Dade County. According to reports, Mayor Carlos Jimenez issued an overnight curfew, which will last from 10 p.m. until 6 a.m. the next day. The curfew is set to begin on Friday and will be in place, get ready now, until further notice. Wow, thanks. Here's a tweet from the mayor. He says, starts tonight for all, curfew starts tonight for all of Miami-Dade County from 10, 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. nightly until further notice during curfew hours. No one shall use streets or sidewalks. This is America. This is a mayor. A mayor. No one shall use streets or sidewalks for any purpose except first responders, responders, medical personnel, and essential workers going to and from work. And he gets to deem no one being on streets, no one being on sidewalks, and who's essential? Oh, I wonder what party Carlos Gimenez is a part of. 
There will be no 4th of July parades this year, and our beaches will be closed from July 3rd through July 6th, said Geminis. But we should all try to celebrate our nation's most important holiday with our families. And there are ways you can do it safely. See what I mean, Republicans? Mask-wearing Republicans? Safe-reopening Republicans? It doesn't matter where in the raging river you jump into the river of lies. You're still going over the waterfall straight to hell. Well, I believe that we can open safely and we should wear masks to keep people safe. That's all part of a lie. I want you to ask yourself, when was it ever that you took the entire population and quarantined them to keep an individual from getting sick? When was it that you took the entire population, strapped masks on them so that the individual would not get sick? The individual should wear the mask. The individual should keep themselves safe. And all the rest of us should make our own decisions. Otherwise, you are opening up a Pandora's box that maybe can never be closed again, which I hope that's not the case. I have hope for this country. Otherwise, you're going to have to do this every single flu season. Everybody has to mask to keep the millions that will contract the flu and the 0.1% that will die of it, everyone has to mask up, mask up to save them. That would have to be the same with car crashes then too. Everybody needs to stay home to keep the stupid drivers safe, right? How do you not see this? How in the world do Americans not see the basic logic, the basic premise behind what I'm saying? Here's a picture from the Babylon Bee. And this is what they, you can leave the picture up. It says, I sure am glad I live in a free country, said one man in California as he checked his phone to see what the current unilateral mandates by his governor would allow him to do this year. There he is, right behind there. And it put in the caption, Americans excited to celebrate their liberty while confined to their homes by the government. Back to me. That should never be. And just once again, from Black Lives Matter, shifting right back and forth, COVID, COVID, to, to the street protests, to the systemic racism and law enforcement lies. Black Lives Matter. Quote from them, Black Lives Matter, UK, tweet. It's all about racial justice, right? Well, here's their tweet. As Israel moves forward with the annexation of the West Bank and mainstream British politics is gagged of the right to criticize Zionism in Israel's settler colonial pursuits we loudly and clearly stand beside our palestinian comrades free palestine throw it up there you go there it is that's black lives matter that's what it really tom you're a racist i'm not a racist i stand against the organization of black lives matter i stand against them they are a communist anti-israel socialist organization that's what they are there are two founders maurice colors being one of them is a marxist she says she's a trained marxist that's who she is but it's just about black lives right are you sure it's not just about black lives it's about way more than that it's about ushering in socialism put it up there for me here's one of your leaders next to nicholas medora that's one of the founders of black lives matter right there there she is that's the truth 
Listen, I'm all about all lives matter, even though that girl allegedly is going to stab me if I say all lives matter, right? She's going to stab me. All lives matter. I don't care. It's a colorless society. It all should be colors. Nobody should be looking through the prism of color. You should be looking through the prism of humanity. Is it a human being? I respect them. Simple as that. Equal respect. That's biblical. For do I now persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? Right? I mean, Paul looked at it. You don't try to please people. You just try to please God, and you love your neighbor as yourself. Simple as that. Simple Christianity. God is not a respecter of persons. Romans 2.11. For there is no respect of persons with God. We all look at each other the same. And it's as simple as that. It's not hard. Listen, if you're somebody who says you're not allowed to say all lives matter, you're a racist. Your life is focused on race. Therefore, you are a racist. But it's all about black lives, right? Yep. Just like being forced to wear a mask is all about trying to keep you from getting COVID-19 or somebody else trying to get COVID-19, right? You sure that's all mask wearing is about? I think it's a precursor to the mark of the beast. They're already telling people, I'll read it to you in a minute, telling people you're not allowed to buy, sell, or trade if you don't have a mask on. Same lie, same filthy lie every single time, all the time. It's all about black lives, right? It's all about trying to keep people safe. That's why you have to have a mask on, right? No. It's all the same lie. Small death count, said to be large, peddled out into the culture. Everybody believes it. Strap masks on and think they're saving lives. It's all lies. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist this stuff. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. It's this fight is not over. We are in this together. The church needs to stand up, though. The church has got to stand up. It's not just about black lives, folks. It really is not. Sean King, heavy-duty Black Lives Matter supporter. Bernie Sanders, socialist supporter, says this. Says images of Jesus, a form of white supremacy. Sean King says Jesus images, a form of white supremacy. That must go. They should all come down. Play the China video for me. All ideas contrary to Mao's thinking and the objects that represented them had to be destroyed. Not just Confucianism and Buddhism, but even more so foreign faiths like Christianity. Throughout the country, churches were closed, clergy unfrocked, religious symbols smashed. The statue of the Virgin Mary was replaced by a portrait of Mao. There you go, bring it back to me. Uh, No matter what the reason is, do you think they're going to come to you as Americans and say, you know what, we want to usher in socialism? You think they're going to do that or are they going to say it's a disease and we're trying to keep you safe? So we're going to take, take down your churches. What churches are open right now? I mean, we have, we have some open in Florida because we have an outstanding governor. There's about six other outstanding governors out of 50 that are even in this country. We have an outstanding governor, never closed churches down. If your pastors in Florida told you that they were closing for government mandate, they're bold-faced liars. You were never, ever ordered to close your church in the state of Florida, ever. You were never told to social distance in your church, ever. You were never told to put out alcohol stations in your churches, ever. That's a fact. Churches were deemed essential by Ron DeSantis right after the arrest of Rodney Howard Brown, who set the precedent for our state and, in my opinion, for the country. 
We are never told, we are never told. But the churches, just like in Mao's China, you got religious symbols replaced with himself. You have symbols being smashed. Don't what's what's the difference? What the reasons are? If you're smashing religious relics, if you're smashing statues and taking statues down, for what reason? Systemic racism in law enforcement because nine unarmed black men were killed by the police in 2019. All of 2019, 19 white men were killed by the police while unarmed in 2019. Every year, 600 white people are killed by the police every, every, every single year. 200 to 250 black people are killed by the police every year while black people commit 40% of all violent crimes. Sorry, facts. UCR, FBI statistics. It doesn't matter what the, if, if the outcome is the same, What's the difference about what, what the lie is that got you to the outcome? Mal was saying basically that he was God, that he knew everything. These people bought into it, smashed, smashed statues of former leaders, smashed statues of the Virgin Mary, religious symbols, focused on Christianity. Whatever the lie is, if the outcome's the same, what's the difference? You got to like and share this, everybody. Get this message out. What's the difference? Well, we're doing it to keep you safe. Outcomes the same. Socialism, totalitarianism, biblical mark of the beast theology unfolding right before your very eyes. That's what's happening. They're just using your safety as an excuse to usher in end times, one world order, mark of the beast, totalitarianism, socialism, whatever, whatever label you want to put on it. Listen to this. This is from Marcellus Wiley from ESPN. I don't play much ESPN stuff because they're a liberal propaganda network. He breaks down why the NBA's plan, get this, to paint Black Lives Matter on courts is a bad idea. Play that video for me. What I just told you with this mission statement that says, quote, we dismantle the patriarchal practice. We disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure requirement. When I know statistics, when I know my reality, forget statistics, I knew this before I even went to Columbia and saw these same statistics that I'm going to read to you right now. That children from single-parent homes versus two-parent homes, the children from the single-parent homes, this is in 1995 I was reading this, five times more likely to commit suicide, six times more likely to be in poverty, nine times more likely to drop out of high school, 10 times more likely to abuse chemical substances, 14 times more likely to commit rape, 20 times more likely to end up in prison, and 32 times more likely to run away from home. I knew that. You know why I knew it? Because a lot of my friends didn't have family structures that were nuclear like mine, and they found themselves outside of their dreams and goals and aspirations. So when I see that, or as a mission statement for Black Lives Matter, it makes me scratch my head. When I also see their mission is to eradicate white supremacy. In 2020, white supremacy is the mission. Listen closely Ooh, to this. That's a lot of digging through minutia right there. I am on a show that I'm hosting along with another black guy who is hosting with me, who replaced another black guy. And that's just one example of it. So I understand, I respect your space. I respect what you're protesting for. But will you respect others who don't support that same protest? There you go. You have no choice. If you don't support it, you're a racist. Your statues come down. That's, that's where we're at. Let me say to a couple more people. Hey, hey, Dave C. Hey, Tommy. Good to see you. Hey, Bailey. God bless you. Thank you for always watching, Bailey. Love you. God bless you. 
Hey, Chuck and Beth, love you guys from Foundation Church. Barb C. Hey, Gina, love you. Glad you're around. Hey, Candace M., God bless you. Hey, Cheryl. Hey, Stephanie M., God bless you. Hey, John, good to see you. I see your name a lot. John F., God bless you. Hey, James D., bless you guys. Thank you so much for watching. All right, well, here we are in California again. This is from the Resurgent website on 7-3 from yesterday. Well, California is at it again. It is not a suggestion anymore, but an order. What a surprise. Here we go. Oh, Gavin Newsom. Little, little Stalinist out there in California, the People's Republic of California, as Jonathan Shuttlesworth calls it. They have banned singing in church. But again, you look at that Chinese video, right? It's got nothing to do with this. No, I mean, this is for your safety. No, that's their conveyance. That's their vehicle to usher in the closing of the American church, of which most, most Christians are like, absolutely fine i mean i can't grab my ankles any faster and lap on, and jump on the lap of government any faster hey government you want me to jump how high they can't he just banned singing in church i'll read it to you californians are still free to attend their house of worship but they're forbidden from singing or chanting updated covid 19 guidelines issued wednesday two days ago three days ago, by the State Department of Public Health require churches and other houses of worship to discontinue singing. It's time to check another box, the article says, in the unprecedented events of 2020. Unlike previous orders in various states that included churches as part of a larger effort to prevent any kind of large group assembly, this order targets specific activity with religious gatherings. Just like Mao Zedong. Just like him. There, I'm surprised that Gavin Newsom doesn't open up churches of Gavin Newsom. Put up that slide for me. Look at this. Here's Gavin Newsom's from Justin Hart. Here's his COVID policy. Coronavirus pandemic, California latest. They have the cases, the positivity rate, hospitalizations. Avoid parties, gatherings, fireworks, shows. Protests still allowed. What a shock. Just like Mao. All of all those all those protests we just showed on that video, they were all allowed, right? They were all just fine. You weren't allowed to gather as a Christian, though. Well, that's just because it's for public safety. You know, they're putting masks on us and banning us from singing in churches to keep us safe. Couldn't have anything to do with socialistic totalitarianism, would it? Oh no. Oh, absolutely not. You know, this is lengthy, so I'm asking you guys to stay with me on this, but this is big. This is really big, and this, just, this came out in June. And I'm going to try to fly through this. Don't, don't leap off because I'm reading you a study. Stay with me. I'll read it through it. We'll go through it in a hurry, but you need to know these facts. Like and share this video, but also keep it, and afterwards, write down some of these facts so that you can defend your positions. This is from the Swiss Policy Research, from Swiss Policy Research. Fully referenced facts about COVID-19 provided by experts in the field to help our readers make a realistic risk assessment. Regular updates below, they put. So they update this thing all the time. And they put this quote by Albert Camus. It says, the only means to fight the plague is honesty. 
Stanford professor John Ioannidis published an overview of the COVID of COVID-19 antibody studies. According to his analysis, the lethality of COVID-19 is below 0.16% in most countries and regions. Ioannidis found an upper limit of 0.4% for three places. In its latest report, the U.S. Health Authority, CDC, reduced the COVID-19 lethality this is post-infection death rate to 0.26%. I was arguing back and forth with a alleged Republican recently and said he's never seen that before. Do you even bother to go on the propaganda website that you're following? They put the post-infection death rate at 0.26%. Even this value may still be seen as an upper limit since the CDC conservatively, conservatively assumes 35% asymptomatic cases. In other words, they only assume that about 35% of COVID people, you never know they have it. In all other places, it's 50 to 80%. So they think... That there's really probably 15, 20 million cases of COVID. No, there's 33 to 40 million cases of COVID. So it drives down your post-infection death rate. According to the latest immunological and seriological studies, the overall lethality of COVID-19 is about, ready, 0.1%. And I've been saying this, you know what? Somebody just needs to say, you know what, Tom, you're right. I've been saying this from day one. I've been doing these podcasts about the stupidity of the COVID-19 response for three or four months now. I've been saying 0.1%. The Swiss research group just said the same exact thing. This was not written in February. This was not written March, April, or May. This was written in June, just last month. In countries like the U.S. and U.K., also Sweden, Without a lockdown, overall mortality since the beginning of the year is in the range of a strong influenza season. Number three, even in global hotspots, the risk of death for the general population of school and working age is typically in the range of a daily car ride to work. Oh, people are asking. I'm getting my guys to tell me. It is called the Swiss. All you got to do, I don't even like to use the word Google. I'll use DuckDuckGo. That's what I use. Type in Swiss Policy Research, June 2020. Swiss Policy Research, June 2020. You'll find it. Up to 80%, number four, up to 80% of all test positive persons remain symptom free. 80% symptom free. Listen now, and I know this is policy wonkish. I know. Stay with me. Get these stats. Pull this up yourself. Print it. I keep a jargundo file it's like it's like having bible verses ready to go you know there's more than there's more than one way to heaven no there's not salvation is found in one place jesus acts 412 boom 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 right it's the have have a file together listen to this up to 80 percent of all test positive persons remain symptom free even among 70 to 79 year olds about 60 percent remain symptom free Over 90% of all persons develop at most moderate symptoms. Number five, up to 60% of all persons may already have a certain cellular background immunity to COVID-19. A lot of, up to 60% of people are already immune to it because you've already had a common cold, which is a coronavirus. 
all of you soccer moms of the year, virtue signaling, mask wearing Republicans, quarantining yourselves and social distancing yourselves. It's a waste of life. Number six, the median age of deceased in most countries, get ready now, is over 80 years old. 86 years old in Sweden, and only about 4% of the deceased had no serious preconditions. 4%, 4% worldwide of COVID-19 deaths did not involve serious preconditions. Number seven, in many countries, up to two-thirds of all extra deaths occurred where? In nursing homes, which do not benefit from the general lockdown. So what's the point? Why won't people be logical? What does it take to be logical? I don't get it. I want to strap on a mask to keep people safe. Waste of life. Wasting your time. We're going to do another rolling with Governor Abbott of Texas. We're going to lock back down because we have an increase of cases. Yeah, you're testing a million people a week. You're going to discover the many latent millions of cases out there. Try not to get sidetracked, Tom. Number eight, up to 30% of all additional deaths may have been caused not by COVID-19. This is not my opinion. This is the Swiss research group but by the effects of the lockdown, panic, and fear. Next up, number nine. Even so-called COVID-19 deaths, even in so-called COVID-19 deaths, it is often not clear whether they died from or with coronavirus. What does that mean? Just like it's been, they've been caught in the state of Washington, the state of Pennsylvania, many other places, uh, state of New York, If you go in and you've had your head cut off in a car accident and you go in and they do a blood test, I think your cause of death was decapitation, correct? But they go in and they swab your blood and you come back with antibodies of COVID-19. COVID death, that's what's going on. Hence the reason why Deborah Burks said, head of the coronavirus task force response team that she doesn't trust the CDC numbers up to 25% of their numbers. Number 10, many media reports of young and healthy people dying from COVID-19 turned out to be false. Number 11, strong increases in regional mortality can occur if there is a collapse in the care of elderly and sick, which is exactly what happened in New York. Hence the reason why Governor Clown Show Cuomo has five to 15,000 COVID deaths inside of nursing homes, and Ron DeSantis has 700 in a larger state with a state that has 20% more elderly people in it. It's called doing things right, dum-dum. Number 12, in countries such as Italy and Spain, listen, this is what gets thrown in your face all the time, right? What about Italy? What about Spain? Everybody's dead, right? In countries such as Italy and Spain, And to some extent, the UK and the United States, hospital overloads due to strong flu waves are not unusual. Moreover, this year, up to 15% of healthcare workers were put into quarantine, even if they developed no symptoms. Number 13, they often show... The often shown exponential curves of corona cases, get ready, that's what's going on right now, are misleading as the number of tests also increased exponentially. Number 14, countries without curfews, get ready now, countries without curfews and contact bans such as Japan, 
South Korea, Belarus, and Sweden have not experienced a more negative course of events than other countries. Logic. But get my mask on. I'm going to save lives. Give me a break. Number 15, the fear of a shortage of ventilators was unjustified. Number 16, contrary to original assumption, assumptions, various studies have shown that there is no evidence of the virus spreading through aerosols, tiny particles floating in the air, or through smear infections, door handles, or smartphones. The main modes of transmission are direct contact and droplets produced while coughing or sneezing. So everybody not touching their packages that show up, your no-contact pizza delivery? What, what, what's the matter with you? No contact pizza delivery? The person sets the pizza on your doorstep, steps back 10 feet, and you throw them cash? I mean, how dumb can people be? I mean, come on. Tommy, you're a pastor. You shouldn't call people dumb. Dumb is dumb. Sorry. Maybe you'll wake up when Jesus called people whitewashed tombs. Maybe he was loving them, right? He is love. Number 17. There is also no scientific evidence. (laughs) You're ready now. The head of the health department of Washington says, as they just issued their statewide mask order, that you're not allowed to walk into stores without a mask. He said, we're just following the science. That clown show, this is what the Swiss research group says. There is also no science, everybody say no, no scientific evidence for the effectiveness of face masks in healthy or asymptomatic individuals. Number 18. Many clinics in Europe and the U.S. remain strongly underutilized and almost empty during the COVID peak and in some cases had to send staff home. Not some cases, by the hundreds of thousands in the United States. Hundreds of thousands of doctors, nurses, lab technicians, and hospital workers were sent home and furloughed during the peak of the COVID-19 season. Several, number 19, several media were caught trying to dramatize the situation in hospitals, sometimes even with manipulative images and videos. Number 20, the virus test kits used internationally are prone to errors, errors and can produce false positive and false negative results. Number 21. Numerous internationally renowned experts in the field of virology, immunology, and epidemiology consider the measures taken to be counterproductive and recommend rapid natural immunization of the general population. Number 22, at no time was there a medical reason for the closure of schools. Don't worry, these are just epidemiologists. These are just doctors and medical professionals. Professionals, There is absolutely no reason to close the school because the risk of disease and transmission in children is extremely low. There is also no medical reason for small classes. Get ready now. No reason for small classes, masks, or social distancing. But don't let the facts from medical professionals and epidemiologists get in the way of your actions and your COVID theology. Number 23, the claim that only severe COVID-19 but not influenza influenza may cause venous thrombosis, pulmonary problems inside the lungs, lung embolism is not true. And is at best known and it has been known for 50 years that severe influenza greatly increases the risk of thrombosis and embolism too. Number 24, 
I'm only going to 28. Stay with me. Several medical experts described express coronavirus vaccines as unnecessary and even dangerous. Number 25, a global influenza or corona pandemic can indeed extend over several seasons, but many studies of a second wave are based on very unrealistic assumptions such as constant risk of illness and death across all age groups. Number 26 to 28, several nurses in New York City described, this is something, listen, pull up these videos. Maybe they're on banned videos. Maybe they're still out there, but pull up these videos. Several nurses in New York City described and oftentimes fatal medical mismanagement of COVID patients due to questionable, questionable financial incentives or inappropriate medical protocols. In other words, putting them on ventilators, which is not the appropriate treatment for a COVID-19 patient. Early onset, you get them on hydrochloroquine and zinc. But Fauci can't have that because he's all, he has financial interest in remdesivir which doesn't work nearly as good and costs, I'm just being exaggerative here, a billion times more. Poroquin is 50 cents a dose. I'll get to the REMS, if I have time, the remdesivir numbers later. Number 27 of 28, almost done. The number of people suffering from unemployment, depression, depressions and domestic violence as a result of measures has reached historic record values. Last one, number 28. NSA whistleblower Edward Snowden warned that a corona crisis will be used for the permanent expansion of global surveillance. There you go. Now, that's not happening, right? Oh, there's a couple more. Two more, and that's it. More than 600 scientists have warned of, warned of unprecedented, unprecedented, unprecedented surveillance of society through problematic apps for contact tracing. Number 30. A 2019 WHO, World Health Organization, study on public health measures against pandemic influenza found that the form of, that from a medical perspective, contact tracing is not recommended in any circumstance. There you go. There you go. Oh, there we go. They just put up remdesivir, costs $3,120 per patient with private insurance. And I have it right here. This is all about the Fauch and Remdesivir. Dr. Fauci praises new tests of expensive Gilead drug of whom? Oh, who's, who's the spokesman for Gilead? Who does public speaking for Gilead? Uh, one Dr. Anthony Fauci. But don't worry, mask-wearing Republicans, virtue-signaling mask-wearing Republicans. Keep following the experts' advice. Dr. Fauci praises new tests on expensive Gilead drug remdesivir, but sneered at less expensive and more effective hydrochloroquine. Hydrochloroquine is cheap, effective, and easy to administer. The Association of American Physicians and Surgeons released a report endorsing hydrochloroquine, saying the drug has about 90% chance of helping COVID-19 patients. But Dr. Fauci said it was just anecdotal evidence. In other words, it was a nursery rhyme. Right. Recent history provides too many examples of institutional failure. Talking about Fauci. We have already examined how lacking Dr. Anthony Fauci is now and has been before and during the HIV crisis. He is a fraud. Whether he is a crook or a fool is perhaps open to interpretation. 
Despite President Trump's enthusiasm for the drug hydroxychloroquine to treat coronavirus patients, the federal funding powerhouse led by Dr. Anthony Fauci isn't spending any money on it and clinical trials for it and are lagging behind other drug studies, even according to CNN, they said that. Instead, Fauci has been touting rendezivir from Gilead through the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, NIAID. Gilead's remdesivir costs thousands of dollars and works less well than hydroxychloroquine, a generic that has worked all over the world. Remdesivir requires intravenous administration and has stronger side effects. So why is the good doctor pushing a cure? This is all from the Gateway Pundit, by the way. Fauci works closely with Gilead, who made remdesivir and other drug manufacturers. Once again, Gilead has helped advance Fauci's public persona while he has advanced their drugs, sometimes even against the interest of the United States government or HIV AIDS patients. Fauci will never, ever let a patient get in the way of him being a celebrity or rich. Fauci even praised a Gilead television ad for Truvada or PrEP, a $1,000 a month drug. It's illegal in most countries for pharmaceutical companies to advertise, but Fauci found much to like in the ad. He had a reason to. After all, his organization funded the study with our money. Fauci also, Fauci has also spoken at, at events funded by Gilead and other pharmaceutical companies. Later, President Trump's HHS sued Gilead, alleging that the drug manufacturer had profited millions of taxpayer-funded research dollars against the interests of patients. Gilead lost the lawsuit right around the time it needed a drug to help it take off. They lost this lawsuit right before they put out remdesivir. Gilead's new CEO, only been on the job for months, turned to remdesivir, a drug marketed towards solving the Ebola crisis. Remdesivir failed, failed to do that too. Indeed, Conjoli's officials found too expensive and too ineffective compared to cheaper alternatives. There you go. Remdesivir. Doesn't work nearly as good as hydroxychloroquine. However, it's being pushed by Dr. Anthony Fauci because it benefits his celebrity and financial status. My guys just put up hydroxychloroquine costs $37 for 100 tablets. You don't even have to inject it into your blood. You take it as a pill. But lo and behold, and compared to remdesivir, $3,120. Unbelievable. Washington governor bans businesses from serving customers without, without masks. Can you believe that? Here we go. I'm, I'm gonna, I may read this scripture to you more, the scriptures to you more than once. Revelation 13, 16 and 18. He causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast for it is the number of a man. His number is 666. Revelation 13, 16 through 18. Washington Governor Jay Inslee announced a statewide order on Thursday requiring businesses to refuse to serve customers who do not adhere to the statewide mask order. Can it be any more clear for people? You're like, Tom, is the mask the mark of the beast? I'm not saying that. I'm at minimum calling it a precursor, a greasing of the skids, getting people warmed up 
to the idea that you've got to have a possible digital tattoo that Bill Gates has already talked about. You may have to have that on. You may have to have a vaccination certificate that may be part of your digital tattoo or a vaccination certificate they have to carry around like an ID card. They're not, these are not things that have not been discussed by higher-ups in government. They are being discussed. Higher up, this is the governor of the state of Washington who says unless you have a mask on, he is telling the store owners to turn your butt away. To turn you away if you don't have a mask on. Businesses may not serve any customer. Services or goods. Does that, oh, this, what does that sound like? Let's see. That no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark of the name of the beast. Does that not sound Christian? Wake up. What is the matter with you? Wake up. Do you not see this? As you go out and you prance about virtue signaling with your stupid mask on pastors, wake up. You're making people wear masks inside your services. Do you not see how antithetical that is to the word of God and way more than one way? First of all, you can bind and loose as you see fit and keep all viral things off of your body as you, as you deem necessary. That's only Matthew chapter 16, verse 19 with Jesus speaking. But never let, never let biblical theology get in the way of your own feelings. But not only that, do you not see this? Well, nobody can come in the church without a mask. Businesses may not serve any customer. Here's Inslee's tweet. Wearing a mask shows you care about the people around you. Remember, they'll usher in socialism using any, any conveyance that they want. They'll usher it in saying, you know, we're doing this for your safety. How many of you have seen the meme that says, I would rather live in dangerous liberty than, than safe slavery? No, thank you. Wearing a mask, Inslee's tweet, shows you care about the people around you. It shows you It shows you want businesses to stay open. So in other words, this is a threat to the public. You wear a mask or we're going to do rolling lockdowns again. We're going to close you down again. Oh, I wonder what party he belongs to. Hey, mask wearing, virtue signaling Republican. Who do you have more in contact with? Who who who, Who are you most like? The Democrat or Republican? This is the this is the Democratic totalitarian governor of the state of Washington. Who do you have more in contact with if you strap that face diaper on every day, Republican? Who do you have more in common with? Name it, come on. Me or him? Here's the pic that he attached to his tweet. Look at this picture. Go ahead, put it up there. Can you believe that? A mask over the first president of the United States. That's what he attached to his tweet. There's your new normal for you. Here's this. Here's the spokesman, spokesman for the Washington Secretary. This is the Washington Secretary of Health, John Wiseman. He says this: the science is clear that when we use face coverings, there you go. The science is clear, just like global warming, right? Do you think he really believes it? Barack Obama touted global warming years before he became president put in all kinds of draconian measures and restrictions once he became president, trying to stave off global warming, and then goes and buys himself a beachfront property in Kennebunkport. No, it's not that. It's it's not Maine. I can't remember where he bought it from. It's that place where all the ex-presidents go. 
He bought himself a nice beachfront mansion right on the water. It's supposed to be underwater. Bill Gates did the same thing. Do you think they really believe what they're telling you? Or are they trying to control you? Well, why would they want to control you? I don't know. Why does Stalin want to control his people? Why did Mao want to control his people? Why did Hitler want to control his people? Martha's Vineyard. Thank you, guys. You guys are awesome. Yeah. Barack Obama just bought an $11 million mansion on Martha's Vineyard. He believes that that's going to be underwater. Why would he do that? Because they don't really believe what they're telling you. They're telling you a lie to control you. I put that up there. There it is. That's supposed to be underwater in a couple years, Barack. Supposed to be underwater, but yet, lo and behold, there he is. No problem. Every night spooning with Michelle. You think he's really worried about global warming? Or do they try to usher in global warming as a measure to control you? Same thing as math. No, there really is a, there really is a bug out there that can kill you. Yeah, 0.1% of the time after you catch it. And the chances of catching it are minuscule. Here's the numbers. Americans are overstating their risk from the Daily Mail, overstating their risks of getting coronavirus and that the odds of infection are around 1 in 4,000. That's if you come into contact with somebody who has it. Researchers looked at coronavirus case incident data for the week ending March, May 30th in the 100 most populous U.S. counties. They calculated that someone who has a single contact with an infected person has a 1 in 3,836 chance of getting sick themselves. For Americans between the ages of 50 and 64, the risk of being hospitalized is 1 in 852,000 and the risk of dying one in 19.1 million. Do you really think they believe it? Why is it that you've seen one liberal after another? The mayor of Chicago, uh, Chris Cuomo, George Stephanopoulos, uh, Neil Ferguson, who's the one who gave all the information to Fauci and Burks and peddled it to the president and caused the global, our global and uh, countrywide shutdown. Why do you think all of them have been caught violating their own lockdown orders? Because they don't really believe it. Just like Barack doesn't really believe that global warming is a threat to him. Why would he buy an $11 million mansion then? But the science is clear, John Wiseman, Washington Secretary of Health, said that when we use face coverings, we limit the spread of droplets being passed on to others. When we talk, cough, or sneeze. Is it really settled science? I just read to you from the Swiss research group that he said there's goose egg amount of evidence that it's effective in any way, shape, or form. Well, let's look at some other people. Roll that video for me, or the videos for me, right in a row. Right now in the United States, people should not be walking around with masks. You're sure of it, because people are listening really no. closely to this. Right now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better, and it might even block a, a droplet, but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. And often, there are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask, and they keep touching their face. And can you get some schmutz sort of staying uh, 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 inside uh, uh, there? Of course, and... of course. But when you think masks, you should think of healthcare providers needing them and people who are ill. 
So don't wear a mask and now wear a mask. Next up. Coronavirus emergency and a reality check on how concerned you should be and what you should really do to protect yourself and your family. We're seeing a rush to buy those face masks and TJ Holmes is here with more on that. Good morning. TJ. All right, let me try to make it plain here, Stray. I have one surgical face mask here between the two of us, between me and Tom. He's sick, I'm not. Who should get the mask? Well, your natural instinct is to say, give me that mask. I don't want to catch what he has, but I should be begging him to wear it because him, the sick person wearing it, better protects me, the healthy person, as if I were wearing it myself. So all these masks are floating around out there. Which ones do health officials say you should use? None of them. There you go. A little more. Wearing the mask literally activates your own virus. You're getting sick from your own reactivated coronavirus expressions. And if it happens to be SARS-CoV-2, then you've got a big problem. You're, you're there you go. There's experts right there. You had Fauci, and then you had Mikevitz at the end, both of them epidemiologists. Fauci said at the beginning of the pandemic, there was no need to wear a mask. What changed? What changed? What, what exactly has changed? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. The Surgeon General said at the beginning of the pandemic not to wear a mask. Now he says wear a mask. Now, Dr. Judy Mikevitz says masks are useless, and you can actually activate your latent coronavirus. Remember what coronavirus is. Coronavirus is, a common, is, is not just COVID-19. It's also colds so you can activate your own latent coronavirus by sucking in and act your carbon dioxide and creating this fungal mess in your masks people are wearing these unless it's an n95 it's completely and totally useless and actually a harm to you as you suck in 20 percent less oxygen than you need from breitbart 7-3 a member of the scottish parliament has sharply criticized Scotland's left separatist left, of course, like their Democratic Party, separatist developed government for allowing pubs to open ahead of places of worship as the country emerges from the coronavirus. Again, they're allowing bars to open, but not churches. Why would that be? And who is it? Oh, just Democrats once again. They just named something different, but it's Democrats. Democrats are socialists. Speaking of socialists, we have one Eric Swalwell. Here's a real beauty. He calls for, just like Nancy Pelosi has, and just like Joe Biden has. So again, Republicans, Tom, why do you keep bringing it up? Maybe it'll break through to somebody. Maybe it'll break through. So if Pelosi's calling for a nationwide mask mandate, Joe Biden is, call, is calling for a nationwide mask mandate, Eric Swalwell, who is a noted collusion hoaxer, false impeachment hoaxer, and baby butchering congressman out of Northern California with Nance Pelosi, if he's calling for a nationwide mask mandate, and Republican, you're doing it, Christian, you're doing it, birds of a feather flocking together. Here he is. Play Swalwell for me. a number of, of, of items that, to update you on, including Florida, Record number of spikes just reported yeah, today, all-time high of spikes. And in Texas, uh, again, a, a spike in cases as well. In California, where they have at least a dozen beaches closed start this right video now, at Governor Newsom has ordered... Scoot it up to 240. There you go. All the way up there. Two, go ahead, take it. Just start like 230-something. Right there. Get it. Good. Uh, in California, for uh, in-room uh, dining, for bars, for hair salons... Uh, and nail salons and then have had to roll it back. And so we, we really are uh, evolving, Neil. But the best thing we can do 
personally is to wear a mask. And so I've got my, you know, 4th of July that mask like you, here Republican? Uh, that a friend made Eric for me. Swalwell, collusion if we hoaxer, wear a mask and then keep investing in the testing, tracing, and treatment, uh, sound we can like come you out Republican? of this. Sound like you, Christian? You know, um, Congressman Nancy Pelosi had urged earlier in the week um, that maybe it should just be a federal policy, everyone, mandatory, wear a mask. Uh, most governors, I believe your own included, have kind of left it up to folks, but can force the issue. That's an option that he has. Um, but they don't want to pull that trigger. Do you think it's wise that we have a nationwide mask mandate? I think we should have a nationwide mask mandate. There I don't think go. anyone believes we should have mask, you know, police. Uh, but you should, I don't think you should be allowed in any, you know, public place uh, without wearing a mask. And it's, you're not doing it for protecting yourself, you're protecting others. And, and that's what, you know, being, uh, you know, courageous is. That's what being, uh, you know, caring and kind is, is worrying about uh, protecting others. And look, the sooner we do this, the sooner we come out of this. Uh, but we can be our own worst enemies if we're not going to wear masks. Um, obviously, you're following the presidential uh, race. There you go. So who are you counted amongst? If you strap on a mask... You are counted amongst that, among, amongst those people. Now, here was my, okay, now listen. This is my favorite Eric Swalwell moment. As I watched him for months and months and months falsely accuse President Trump of colluding with Russia, as I watched him for months and months and months peddle the false Ukrainian impeachment of our president and advocate for baby butchering and women and women and men and women's restrooms and things like that. This glorious congressman out of the state of California who also ran very, I, I got more votes for president than he did when he ran for president. Um, and I didn't run, but anyway, my family voted for me. So I had three votes and that was more than what he got. So anyway, this is my favorite video of him. Listen, listen to his level of expertise here. Chris, so far the evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. <laughs> so, you know, I used, you know, it's out there. I'm playing it. It is what it is. Play it again. Chris, so far, the evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. <laughs> There you go. He's advocating his political positions right there. That that's really what he's all about. It really is. All right, I'm trying to figure out a spot. I want to figure out a right place to finish here. On the right note, I'll read one more thing to you, and we'll call it. One again, like and share this. Everybody, like and share as much as you can. I don't know how many people have heard about this, and I'll, again. For those of you who want to find this, type in your search, Great Reset. Great Reset. This is from M MSN. This is from MSN from June 25th, not very long ago. Today's only July 4th. This is just, a, I don't know, roughly nine days ago. Introducing the Great Reset, world leaders' radical plan to transform the economy. For decades, progressives, Democrats, have attempted to use climate change. Remember what I told you? All the same thing. To change and justify liberal policy changes. But the, their latest attempt, a new proposal called the Great Reset, is the most ambitious and radical plan the world has seen in more than a generation. At a virtual meeting, it has to be virtual because they're all scared of corona, right? At a virtual meeting earlier in June, just this year, right now, June 20th, June 2020, hosted by the World Economic 
Forum. That, don't worry about those world things like New World Order, World Economic Forum, World Health Organization. That doesn't fit into the book of Revelation at all. Don't worry about that. Some of the, some of the planet's most powerful business leaders, government officials, and activists. Oh, that's what you want in there. In an economic meeting, you want to have activists announced a proposal to reset the global economy. Instead of it, now a lot of you are thinking, man, this must be like Alex Jones stuff. It's not. This all happened. And listen, I like Alex Jones. He says a lot of things that are true, some things I don't buy into. But I don't just, just this actually had happened. This is, this is from MSN. This is not me making this up out of thin air. This is out there. Just type it in. Great reset, MSN, you'll find it. Every country from the United States to China must participate Oh, wait. Instead, of a, instead of traditional capitalism, the high-profile group said the world should adopt more socialist policies such as wealth taxes, additional regulations, and massive Green New Deal-like government programs. Every country from the United States to China must participate, and every industry from oil and gas to tech must be transformed, wrote Klaus Schwab, the founder and economic chairman of the World Economic Forum. Schwab also said that all aspects of our societies and economies must be revamped, from education to social contracts to working conditions. Joining Schwab at the WEF, World Economic Forum event, was Prince Charles, one of the primary proponents of the Great Reset, Gina Gobaneth, the chief economic economist at the International Monetary Fund. These names are brutal. Economic, Antonio Gutierrez, the Secretary General of the United Nations and CEOs of, of or, and presidents of major international corporations such as Microsoft and BP. Economic activists from groups such as Greenpeace International and a variety of uh, academics also attended the event and have expressed their support for the Great Reset. Although many details about the Great Reset won't be rolled out until the World Economic Forum meets in Davos in January 2021, the general principles of the plan are clear. The world needs massive new government programs and far-reaching policies comparable to those offered by American socialists such as Bernie Sanders and Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and her New Green Deal. One of the main themes of the June meeting was that the coronavirus pandemic has created an important opportunity for many of the World Economic Forum members to enact their radical transformation of capitalism, which they, which they acknowledged would likely not have been made possible without the pandemic. We have a golden opportunity. Yeah, put some of that up there. This is what's out there. There you go. This isn't me making this up. This is their own daggum advertising right here. This is what this is what they want. You leave that run. Just leave the sound off. Let me, I'll read right over it. We have a golden opportunity. Remember I told you. Remember I told you. It's all the same lie to usher in socialist agendas. That's all. They just said it. The coronavirus has given them a quote unquote opportunity. My guy just told me this, what you're seeing right now is from their website. We have a golden opportunity to see something good from this crisis. It's unprecedented shockwaves may well make people more receptive to big visions of change, said Prince Charles at the meeting, adding later, it is an opportunity we have never had before and may never have again. I hope everybody sees this. I really do. 
And one thing locally I want to bring up to you. Pastor Eric Ganyan from the River Church in Tampa, Florida, under Rodney Howard Brown. This is Pastor Eric's own private business. This is his business that he has in Hillsborough County, is suing the Hillsborough County Emergency Policy Group, EPG, the biggest grouping of morons that has ever existed in humanity, is Hillsborough County Emergency Policy Group. Hillsborough County's Emergency Policy Group. But he is suing Hillsborough County because of their mask order, asking how in the world as a business owner is he ever going to endorse it? I mean, how is he ever going to enforce it? There is no way. And the cops aren't going to enforce it. How's he going to enforce it? But that's what people have to do. People have to say no. This is what I started this podcast on, and this is what I'm ending the podcast on. We as Republicans, we as conservatives, we as the body of Christ have got to say no. Open our churches, pull those masks off your face, Open your churches, open your businesses, stop social distancing, and say no. We have to stay, can't arrest us all if we all do it together. Play the last video for me and I'll close with prayer. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created in The future doesn't belong to the faint-hearted. It belongs to the brave. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth. Or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. This is our Independence Day. Our story is unparalleled. It's one small step for man. It's one of true exceptionalism. One giant leap for mankind. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. In these memorable days, I have found an Olympian fortitude. One country, one nation, under God, indivisible. Let's pray. Lord, we love you. Lord, we praise you. We thank you, Lord, for the United States of America. It says in your word in Galatians chapter 5, verse 1, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Lord, we make that commitment to you. In Jesus' the mighty name, everybody said amen. Happy Independence Day. I love each and every one of you. God bless you. Have a great 4th of July. Thank you.